Howdy doody, everyone. Why are you not speaking? Sorry, I was just getting us on the right page. <laughs> I was like, what? It's left the building? What, no, what just, is going on? I didn't know how to use my laptop for a second, sorry. <laughs> that thing's really challenging then. I thought you just really didn't like my uh, intro. I thought you were going to make me like, re-record that. No, then. no, no. I mean, I quite like the idea now that the episode was called... The episode is called The Unspoken Truth, and like you say hello, and then we just don't speak. <laughs> Don't say anything for like 40 minutes <laughs> and then just say the truth at the end. Oh, imagine that. It'd be like um, a B side. No, not a B side. Hidden track. Hidden track, which I didn't know existed until you told me. Have we talked about that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know Have it was we? a thing until you mentioned that they had like the song would just go off, it'd finish, and then you'd, like, you'd keep listening for a bit longer than a new song would start. I've talked about the McFly one before, haven't I? Yeah. Oh, it's one of my favourite McFly songs. Blows my mind, it's a thing. Look into the sky, I need a red fly, she go and leave me. Oh, sorry about that one. Shame you didn't keep it that, in the track uh, from everyone else. <laughs> it was because Dougie sang on it and he never sang. Why? Was it Dougie? Doug? Dougie? He's Dougie, isn't he? Oh, McFly? Big D? Big D? I have no idea. Why didn't he sing much? Because uh, he wasn't the singer, he was the guitar player. Oh, right. And Tom and Danny, you sung. We had a really, really, really good mates really with them all, was you? Yeah. Pals. Tom and Danny, you sing uh, Dougie. Ah, Dougie never did much. He was just in background playing drums. No, that was Harry. Oh, that was our Harry, that was. Our <laughs> Harry playing drums. What did Dougie do? That? Right, so them two sang, he played drums. What did he do? Guitar. Did the front two not play guitar? Bass, someone played bass. Right. And they all played guitar, I think. Someone must have played bass. They all played, even the drummer? No. He did work out, didn't he? Fair play. So I just played strings with his toes. Oh, I had a really sad story the other day. I used to really fancy Danny from McFly. No, you don't. Is that the sad story? Well, apparently he's a bit of an idiot in real life. Mm. I don't... Why? Where did I hear that story recently? When you say a bit of an idiot, what do you mean? like? Just a bit rude. Oh. Which I hate it. Do you know what? When you when you love someone... When you love someone... Oh, it's deep. <laughs> it's really intense. But when you really like someone, like a famous celebrity... I tell you what, the one that broke my heart most, oh. Greg James. Yeah. Like, absolutely broke my heart. So, one of my friends works in TV, and apparently he's got, a, a, like, a rep for, like, being really not a very nice person mm. in real life. Might and that true. absolutely kills me. Might not be true. Well, if there's more than one people, say, more than one people. No, but I mean, like, maybe he was just not nice to those people. Maybe he's really nice to the rest of the world. I oh. like him. It breaks my heart, because I love Greg James so much. I don't think it's true. I think he's... Really nice guy. Right, we'll choose to believe that. Oh, well. In the hope that one day when I meet him, he's really nice to me. If you became a celebrity, do you think it would go to your head? In any way at all? Um, I don't think I've got out to be a celebrity. Do you not think? No. I'd be a rubbish celebrity. Yeah, I just don't think I could do it. I'm not so Do you like if I accidentally became famous? I don't think I could handle it. I just like tap out. I think you could handle it, but I just don't think... I don't know, I just can't imagine. How do you think I'd accidentally become famous? Oh, that would have been a great... Would you, would, uh, mm, I think we've asked that. On the spot question. I think we've asked something like Probably. that. If, if you could be, If you was famous one thing, what would it no, be? No, I mean like accidentally. Accidentally? Yeah, I think we've asked someone asked about if you were put in prison, why would you? Yeah, like, that what would that one. be? Yeah, I think Sarah yeah. asked that one, didn't you? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know why you'd accidentally... What do you do a lot? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I reckon it'd be... Um, they created um, a general population version of Strictly Come Dancing and I was selected to go on it and I was really good. Do you think? No. Oh. 
you can't go I'm a on terrible anyways. dancer. You always end up leaving the partner, so <laughs> you're not going on. So Band. Yeah. No, I think I'd rather go on Dancing on Ice. Is that still happening? I've no idea. Probably not yet. Sunny, I used to be obsessed with Dancing on Ice. Yeah. Yeah, like, loved it. I couldn't really do that. I can't it. even stand up on ice, never mind dance on ice. <laughs> I'd have no chance. One thing Phil's not good at. I said that a lot though, haven't we? I know, but I like to bring it up because it's not much you're not good at. That's not true. (laughs) I mean, it's the only thing I can think of. Um, Phil is just one of those annoying people that no matter what he tries, he's just really good at it. No, there'll be stuff I'm not good at. Ice skating is literally. I have known you now coming up to. Over seven years. Over seven years, yeah. To eight years? Is it eight years this year? No, it's just over seven years because we've known each other since the September. It'll be eight in December, won't it? No, we've known seven. each other eight years. No, it was seven when we. Got... Oh yeah, it was six when we got married. Seven, mm. right? So I'm glad one of us knows how long we've been dating. <laughs> dating? Clearly, I care more about this relationship than you. You can get yourself on straight to come dancing if you want. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we met in September, so we've known each other seven years, and the only thing that I can think of that you're not good at is ice skating. Uh, I, hmm. Hangovers, not great then. <laughs> You'd bear them more. Yeah, anyway. Sorry. Should we chat about motivation? Just giving Phil some compliments. Yeah, compliments. Thanks. Not be able to get out of this room soon. That's massive. Uh, the unspoken truth about motivation. I guarantee this is going to be a completely different take on motivation than you've ever heard before. I feel like motivation might be the most spoken about topic for like everyone that we speak to. Especially now, like this time of year. Oh, when yeah. Things are a bit more challenging. Weather. It's darker. It's wetter. It's not summer anymore. Sun's not out for as long. I feel like motivation is going to be spoken about a lot. And I guarantee nobody speaks about it in this way. And I also guarantee if you can lean into this, it will massively change everything from a motivation perspective. Because this is the one way in which you can make a change. And if you're thinking, nope, tried everything, given everything a go, I'm just not motivated. Drop us a message after this episode (laughs) and tell us if you think differently. So, first things first, what actually is motivation? Motivation is simply just a reason or number of reasons for acting or behaving in a certain way. It is not a unit of measure. You don't have an amount of motivation. You don't have like 8 out of 10 motivation or 30% motivation or 10 points of motivation or a litre of motivation or 9 centimetres of motivation. Mm. You don't have an amount of it. It's not something that you can tangibly say, yeah, this is how much I've got. Can I add into that as well? Like, it's not a personality quality as well. Absolutely it's not. It is not a personality quality either. So because of all those things, you can't just have more of it because you don't have a certain amount of it as it is. It's a reason or a reason for doing things. So if you're motivated to do something, it's because you have a reason to do it. There's a reason you're listening to this episode. It's because we're dead good. Maybe. Well, maybe it is. No, it could be. You might be like, do you know what? Probably not a lot of you. I just like listening to <laughs> Phil and Jen chat. That's your motivation to listen to this episode. You you didn't go, right, I'm super, like, I'm going to listen to this episode because I'm feeling a certain level of motivation right now. Like I've got a bit more, so therefore I listen. You're just like, I enjoy it. Like, the, the episodes or the podcasts I listen to, the reason I listen to them is because I enjoy listening to them. I gain something from them. There's some kind of value. I like the person. It's not because in that moment I was like, yeah, I'm motivated enough to listen to it. It's because there was a reason behind doing it. There was a reason I acted in that way. There was a reason I clicked play on that podcast. It's the same for everything. The best example, or the one that I like to use, is comparing going to the gym to sitting on the couch. There are reasons why going to the gym is going to benefit you. But there are also reasons why sitting on the couch is going to benefit you. And I think the mistake that we make 
uh, within the fitness industry and people in general is saying, like, oh, going to the gym is better than sitting on the couch. It's not true. It isn't true. <laughs> Fact, it's not. Sitting on the couch is class. Like, it's so good. It's comfortable. The TV's on. I can watch something that I want to watch. I can scroll on my phone. I can sit and have a coffee. Like, oh, sitting on the couch is class. Like, it is such a, a beneficial thing for me. I really enjoy doing it. Is it beneficial for my physical health? No, but I'm more than my physical health. There's so much more going on than just my physical health. Like going to the gym is going to be more beneficial for my mental well-being in certain situations. So based upon all that information, why would I go to the gym? Like, Why would I go? Because I'd rather just sit on the couch. Of course I would. But based upon all of that, now that we know that motivation isn't a unit of measure, you can't have a certain amount of it and it's not a personality trait. It's not something you can get more of or less of. It's just a reason for acting or behaving in a certain way. We can now, hopefully, stop beating ourselves up for not being motivated. Because it's not about having more of it. So, like, whatever you've got right now is what you've got. And it's probably the same, if not very similar, to the rest of the planet. You just have reasons for doing some things and reason for doing others. And the things we're going to run through now are gonna help you shift those so that you can do the things that are actually gonna benefit you or more of it and less of the things that aren't benefiting you without having to worry about being motivated, being more motivated, having more motivation or doing these quote unquote motivation hacks that you see all over social media. Mm -hmm. And I think the key question that you need to start with here is asking yourself, why am I acting or behaving in this particular way? And I think this is the key to really understanding what we need to, or like the solution that we need in, in certain situations. So some kind of examples to build on what Phil said before. I'm sitting on the sofa instead of going to the gym because this is the easier option. Now, the mistake that we can make in this situation is assuming that we, like Phil said, need some more motivation to get off the sofa. Like, I, I just need more of it. Like, I need, I need to... Gain some more energy from somewhere, gain some more motivation from somewhere, and that's the thing that's going to get me off it. But actually, the solution needs to be, how can I make going to the gym the easier option? So how can we make it feel easier to do the thing that there's less reasons to do? <laughs> and um, for, for example, one way of doing that is going straight from work. Another way of doing that, if you're already sat on the sofa, is breaking it down into tiny little steps so that you aren't thinking about the big overwhelming task of going to the gym. We are breaking it down into smaller steps so that it feels easier to get yourself up and off the couch. Another example, I'm in the shop buying a meal deal because I don't have any other option. Like I've not got anything to eat for my dinner. Like this, this is what I've got. Again, mistake that we make here is, oh, I'm trying to be healthy. Try to be healthy. I'll get get myself a salad. I'll get myself a salad because I'm trying to be healthy. So like Peter Kay, there, don't mm. I? Trying to be healthy. Your uncle. Yeah, my uncle. Um, whereas the solution is instead of beating ourselves up every day for not feeling motivated and not making the choices that we want to make because we keep ending up back in the shop, isn't about having more motivation when you're in the shop. It's about how can I plan my meals for the week and prepare them the night before so that I don't end up in the shop at all because I have um, done the things that I need to do. Or you could even twist that in another way if um, we could say that even planning what you're going to get to the shop before you're stood in the shop so that it is aligned with the goals but also satisfying filling and got a bit of volume in it. So we can kind of see that in two different ways there. 
And then third example, I'm watching Netflix instead of going for a walk because I enjoy this more. Again, the mistake you make is, oh, I'll just finish this episode, then I'll go, do episodes ever finish on Netflix? No. They don't. No. Because you just go on to the next one and you're halfway through another one and you're like, did that episode end? Like, did, I saw did... a meme once that basically said like, there's absolutely no way I would sit and watch a 10 hour film, but if you break it up into 10 episodes, I'll sit there and watch it for 10 hours. <laughs> So but you don't you don't know what happens so if we put if we just keep pushing it into the future we're just not going to do it so solution is we want to try and make our walks more enjoyable so that it's more it feels more appealing to, to get up and go and do it so it might be putting a podcast on hello this is a good podcast to put on while you're walking or putting your favorite play- playlist on it might be walking to a fun place it might be meeting your friend and going for a walk together it might be taking the dog out it might be going getting some headspace away from the kids like that could be really fun and um, enjoyable uh, moment for your walk and um, i actually had a client who did that who said like the reason i enjoy walks so much is i don't take anything with me I just go and walk in silence. I'm like that. And I enjoy the silence. I, I love silence. That's <laughs> yeah. why I know this sounds really harsh. I just prefer walking on my own than sometimes walking Reggie. Because, like, I have to, like, concentrate and pay attention and train him and do things. And actually, sometimes just going on my own, I'm like, this is the best thing ever. Cause just, it's just nothing silence. to think about. I don't need to think. I don't even need to, like, do anything. So I put one foot in front of the other. And it feels incredible. Yeah. So instead of just trying to kind of do what you've always done and just keep saying like, oh, I just need more motivation. Just think about like, why is that thing that you're doing instead of doing the thing that you, maybe the, why are you doing the thing that you want to do versus the thing that maybe you need to do in that moment and breaking it down? Because there's probably, like Phil said before, there's probably just more reasons to do the thing that you want to do rather than the thing that you need to do. So we just want to try and balance that out by either making it easier or giving ourselves more reasons to do the thing that we need to do 100% because I think if you was to look at anything and this is the way that I love numbers so this works for me it might not compute for everybody it might not work for everybody it might not make sense but I love numbers and like putting numbers to things and the way I look at this is if you if we will compare the um Netflix and going for a walk because that's a good one to use watching Netflix like if I'm eight out of ten motivated to watch Netflix and therefore I'm only two out of ten motivated to go for a walk if I if someone gave me 10 more motivation points and go, there's an extra 10 failed, there's an extra 10 more motivation points. I would still use eight of them on Netflix and two of them on going for a walk. So now I'm 16 out of 20 for going and watching Netflix and four out of 20 for watching uh, for going for a walk. If someone gives me another 10, I'll do the same again. It just keeps happening. I just keep pushing the same amount to each because I'm the same amount motivated to watch Netflix, irrelevant of how motivated I am. I just use more of those motivation points if you like so they just they just get distributed the same way and then i just end up wanting to watch it even more or actually the same amount as i did and i still don't want to go for the walk the way in which you do it is exactly as jenna's explained find out what is actually the reason you're doing it i am watching netflix because i enjoy it right well then make your walks enjoyable or else you'll never go to do it things like discipline and motivation and willpower we all have pretty much the same amount of it it's just that you know, again, going for a walk is a good example. Some people just really enjoy going for a walk. Yeah. They just do. But maybe it's because they live in the countryside. So they're surrounded by nature. Right, well, how can you replicate that? Can you go for a walk in nature? Because if you can, you're going to need to find a way because that's maybe what you find enjoyable. We I hated would, it in well, the city, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I didn't enjoy going for a walk in the city as much as I did. Um, 
do like going out in nature and green space like it's, it's just not the same like I, but I found a way to make it work a podcast that people watched I um went to a destination like specific place that I was walking to you just got to find ways to make it work and I think another kind of mistaken solution my mistake was that I used to sit on Instagram seeing all these people who were doing the the like going out for walks and in the dark and or like going out for walks when it was raining or like going to the gym or um eating all the foods that they wanted to be eating and I'd just sit there and my mistake would be well it's just because they've got more motivation than me mm-hmm. like they're a more motivated person where actually my solution was they, they they just had a really good system in place to be able to take action even when they weren't feeling motivated because they found ways or reasons to reasons to do it but also um, made it feel a bit easier to actually start <laughs> a lot of our clients save podcasts and certain playlists for going on a walk because it's like oh my god i just can't wait to listen to it. i want to listen i want to listen right i'm going to go out on a walk and listen to it then because it's like they just can't wait and then all of a sudden they've done x amount of steps but they've not they've just gone listen to a podcast that's what they wanted to do so all of a sudden they wanted to go on the walk and that's how we do it yeah so. the amount of times they're like oh i just went out for a five minute walk but then i got caught up in the episode and like i was just wandering around yeah i was out for 10 hours i got lost <laughs> going up three in the morning so there's motivation quick recap you don't even though you feel like it and this is why it's sometimes difficult to hear i know you feel like you need more motivation i know i know you now feel like this episode isn't relevant for you because you're like no you don't get me i do need more motivation we do get you because we've been sat exactly where you are we've been in your shoes we've tried having more motivation it never works and hasn't worked for anyone what you need is to question your current behaviors actions and routines and think what are the specific challenges i'm facing here and what are the behaviors that are going to allow me to want to do that thing more because being more motivated is never the answer it's not put me on the spot jim on the spot on the spot on the spot on the spot the one. Did you think of a question in the end? Yeah. That's good. Um, I was just remembering it. That's better be awkward, wouldn't it, if you did <laughs> So, would you rather your hands always be sticky, like someone's like just like rubbed Pritt stick all over your hands? That could be useful. Carry on. Or your hands always be slippy, so like... Sticky. You've just had baby oil rubbed all over your hands. Oh, I could like constantly massage myself forever. <laughs> oh, there's benefits to both. Was that supposed to be a would you rather that they're both bad? Because I think they're both great. One of them I either get to massage myself 24-7 or the other one I can climb walls and I just don't know which one I'd rather do. Climb <laughs> walls with Pritt stick on your I'm hands. literally the Spider-Man. How strong do you think Pritt stick is? Um, don't take my Spider-Man dreams away from me. <laughs> so are they not strong enough to climb walls? Uh, I don't know. I didn't really think that far into the question. I just made it up. Oh, I just think... I think Slippy then. I just think always having a availability for massage would be great. But, like, you try and pick things up and things would just, like, slip out of your hands all the time. I would never require picking things up. But what if you wanted a brew? Like, it's got a handle. Look, it's never going to slip out of my hand. Because I've got a baby oil on my hand right now and it's not slipping. Have you? Mm. Why? I was massaging before. Oh, right. <laughs> you massaged yourself? Myself, yeah. yeah. Post-gym massage. I wasn't real. Um, I, I genuinely think the slippy one wouldn't cause me any problems. Do you know what's inspired that question? I don't know if I want to know, but go on. The slippy slippy fall. Oh, in the kitchen? Yeah. That's a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, that's been annoying. If you just said, do you want a slippy floor or a grippy floor? 
<laughs> Although they're both annoying. Like when you've been in a nightclub and it's like oh, five stay- in the morning. Oh, no. You're trying to get, you see someone on the other side of the dance floor, you're like, they're in an hour. <laughs> no. And then you look like you're doing a weird dance, like lifting your knees off the ground. There was one in, in Ashton that was horrendous for us where they never cleaned it, like ever. But do you never do you ever get this thing like when you when you've realised that you've got sticky feet, do you not have this urge to just keep lifting your feet yeah, off yeah, the yeah. floor? Absolutely, yeah. That's where Why um, is that? That's where two steps started. <laughs> so that was invented. <laughs> Did the worm start on slippy floors? That's just clean floors. <laughs> just clean floors, yeah, potentially, yeah. Someone just wanted a closer look at it and just, oh that's clean. Oh that's really clean. Oh another look. Oh my god, I can't stop looking at this floor. That's how the worm's invented. So, what oh, did you decide? Uh, Slippy? I think so, yeah. I think that'd just be a lot easier to... I think constantly constantly sticky would be annoying as well. Because that put my hand down, I wouldn't be able to set my hand off. Oh, I, I won't forget my, my friend who told me the story about when she... Um, I was telling them, you and my dad about this the other day, when she took a bit uh, a little boy swimming. Hmm. And she... It was the first time, it was the first time thing. she took him swimming... And she was like, oh, I'll put the shower gel on him to make it easier when we get in the shower. And then absolutely lost her brain because when she obviously, like, took him, he was really slippy and she was like, oh, my God, I'm going to drop it, I'm going to drop him. Juggled him all the way to the shower. Yeah, so like that. I mean, can you juggle two things at once? Because... I'll find out when you got twins with slippy hands. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. That's why I'm asking. That was the point of the question. All right, okay. <laughs> Did you feel like you'd done with them? Like, hey, well, we'll find out, won't we, Bill? <laughs> yeah, we will, Jane. Yeah, that's why I asked. I uh, can't juggle, so I would have absolutely no chance. You'd be rubbish at the catch game on Friends, wouldn't you? No, I'm going to catch. Think? All right, it'll be all right then. One thing, I just can't do two or three. All oh, right, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Right, so there's my answer. I'd rather slippy than sticky because I think sticky would be annoying and I think slippy would be beneficial. Okay, there great news. Yeah, it is. I'll Absolutely put Pritt stick on one hand and baby oil on the other hand and we'll test it out later on. Yeah. That'll be a fun game. Have we got a Pritt stick? Probably somewhere. I'm crafty, aren't I? Yeah, I've usually got some kind of crafty objects hidden Very away. Very crafty. Yeah, you could probably do it without me knowing. Right, thanks for listening. Hope you're now motivated. And if you're not, you should be because you just listened to this episode. It's going to help you. So go and apply it. And if you don't know how, just pop me a message and we'll figure out what you current mistake is with it and what your solution could be instead 100% have a good one I'll see you all next week ta-ra